Hello, friends. Welcome to the Not Your Basic Badass podcast. I am your host, Rachel Shumway, and I am here to teach you how to increase your emotional resilience with awareness, acceptance, and action to achieve your dreams without all of the icky, sticky hustle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you notice that, you know, either with clients or with yourself that you've stepped into a space of, of feeling almost wounded, having your feminine side or your masculine side wounded either by, you know, people are saying something to you and you feel that you're not being seen or respected or somebody has a comment and someone doesn't step up. When you have those wounds, what's kind of the first signal that lets you know, okay, something is off with my balance. You mentioned anxiety before, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I get angry, actually. Angry, okay. And for a long time, uh, this was an emotion I stayed far away from, right? Because I was sort of told that anger is uncontrollable. Well, so yeah, is a it's woman. Not nice. Let's, it's not it's, nice. It's not all. nice at all, right? <laughs> and so I've been learning to embrace, um, you know, almost that for me, it feels like a holy anger. Does that make sense? I'm going to use that word yep. very carefully. Yep. But it, it, it feel, it's not... Like I'm mad, right? I'm not pissed off. I'm angry. I feel it uh, deep in my in my in my gut, and I'm like, that's been one of the beautiful things. I've been reconnecting with my with myself, right? Our bodies are so amazing. This is not woo woo, but just pay attention to your body, people. There's a reason. It's like this amazing. A system that lets you know when something is off. Pay attention, mm-hmm. right? That's my whole podcast. Trust the nail to tell the truth. So I'll feel angry and it's not usually mad where I'm like going to fly off the cuff. I feel very quiet all of a sudden and I'm like, no, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Wrong. And what's interesting about that is usually people, if they're paying attention at all, can literally sense a shift in me and they'll say, oh, what happened there? Right. They're just unconsciously, they'll comment on it. Or Mm -hmm. I was in a meeting recently with a couple of guys and I showed up a few minutes late, uh, you know, baby and all. And one of the guys said, oh, you know, here's somebody. And the comment was basically, here's the VA, right? Here's the virtual. Here's the assistant. Oh, damn. And I w- right. And I was showing up because I was, I'm, I'm part of the team and I offer marketing, right? Like I was showing up as, as a, an equal member, not as uh-huh. an assistant, not to put down assistants or anything like that. But it just, and I was like, mm? and I, my, I know my face shifted and I, you know, I don't feel like I need to respond immediately because I'm like, I need to respond carefully here because this is an opportunity for me to stand in my power. Mm-hmm. It's not an opportunity for me to be, um, you know, rude. That's not what this holy anger is. It's usually very calm and creates a lot of change. Um, and thankfully, you know, one of the other masculine members who was there commented, said, Oh, uh, no, actually, you know, and reintroduced me, he used my name. This is Candace. And she's actually this part of uh, our team. She's actually part of our team. She's, she's not an assistant. And he said it kind of under his breath and the other guys laughed and I went, Oh, okay. Some guy stepped up. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I knew I could settle back into where I was right? <laughs> Didn't mm-hmm. actually say anything because the masculine stepped up and did it for me. <laughs> but if he hadn't, I tell you, I'd have been like, actually, 
I'm an equal member of the team, but thank you for that. And I do know some great assistants who, you know, probably wouldn't have appreciated the attitude that just got shared here because yeah, I don't know about you, but you know, the woman who plays an assistant role in, for me in the podcast, I call her my boss all the time because Mm. I know I'm lost without her. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's subtle things like that, um, you know, that, that show up. And so for me, it's a, it's an anger thing. Um, but again, mm-hmm. it's not a blow your top. I usually feel very calm and usually people instantly go, Oh, what happened there? And that's usually a great opportunity. And in the past I would have said, Oh, nothing. And I would have seethed because it wasn't a holy anger. Whereas this is like, actually that comment made me feel a little pissed off. And let me tell you why. And usually people go, Oh, I didn't mean it. And I say, I know I wanted to shift your mindset. So yeah, I love that. It's anger is a change maker. Yes. And it having the emotion of anger does not mean that you're going to become reactive. Mm-mm. But if you allow it to be like you you describe it as holy anger, I think of it in, in my mind as as a clean anger. It's very clean. It's not out there to hurt anyone. It's not out there to hurt me. It, it's not involved with judgment of I shouldn't be feeling angry right now. Mm-hmm. Slash, I should just, you know, stay quiet, let things slide. Mm-hmm. It's no, something's gone wrong here. Mm-hmm. And let's it, it, let let's let these anger bubbles be be an opportunity to change things. Yes, that's so good. And anger is such a powerful emotion, too. So it would make yes. sense that people around you can sense that because you're allowing it to be there. You're allowing your like energy field or whatever to actually change. So yeah. that humans can pick up on it. <laughs> and they usually do. And um, mm-hmm. oftentimes people say, Oh, can't, there's a shift there. Can she want to talk about what just happened there? Which I think is really <laughs> magical. And I want to share that right. Going back to the whole feminine energy in terms of receiving, you're not weak because for me, that feels very feminine right? And nine times out of 10, the men in the room will create space for me to communicate. And I think that was an interaction that was really powerful for both sides, right? One Mm -hmm. stopped the meeting and said, wait, the other one, the feminine moved into that space and said, here's the reality. That's magical. Oh my gosh. I love that. Mm -hmm. Imagine a world where that's how business meetings were conducted. Right. Where the woman was there as like like the energetic compass Mm -hmm. to see if the direction of the meeting was going right. Mm -hmm. And then the masculine were using that superpower and tuning in with her just like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, we don't we don't think that way. It's not a big deal. But like, oops, something shifted over there. (laughs) Our compass is off. Not that like, but just in the the emotional sense, Mm -hmm. how much more efficient would meetings be? How much clearer would the communication be? How much more would we be willing to embrace the vulnerability and bravery that comes with excellent leadership? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it was truly that kind of collaborative effort, right? Okay. So what would you say as a couple tips or tricks to get started for those of us that are unfamiliar with this masculine feminine balance work? Um, well, I would say first and foremost, you know, just creating an awareness around it right now, now that we're, they're listening to this conversation, they're going to start to think about it. Um, and that's, you know, one of my favorite things I, I see myself, Rachel, as a, a catalyst 
Um, you know, I want to have conversations like this around topics I think matter so that people start to think, because if you're thinking, then you'll make your own change. And I think that's the mm -hmm. kind of change that uh, actually lasts, right? The kind of change that you sort of come to on your own. So mm -hmm. um, I would say, number one, at least some of the things I encourage is to, to journal. For me, um, that's always been an incredibly amazing way for me to tune into my own self, my own heart, my own soul, my feminine side, and to acknowledge it and um, to write it out. And then I can think about it and feel about it, right? And see where that goes. And so I would encourage people to to journal about it. If they've got mm -hmm. a couple of friends that are maybe uh, open to it, start talking about it with them. Um, there are a number of really great um, masculine men, masculine podcasts. There are some good feminine podcasts, um, books to be read that, you know, you can kind of start on. And I would say just start on your journey. One of the ones I really love, uh, Sophie Bashaw, I think is how her last name is said. Um, she has a book called You Are a Goddess, and it's all about um, a number of different uh, goddess archetypes, right? So again, whether you believe in that or not, it's the archetype, it's the idea behind it. And mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed reading about it and listening about it and considering playing with the idea in my mind that do I align to this archetype? What part of my feminine might align to this? And that's been a really wonderful one. That sounds amazing. Uh, That's is. my it's homework amazing. for this afternoon. That's your homework. <laughs> I know it. She's a wonderful individual to follow. Um, she's been doing a lot of this, uh, you know, goddess, you know, ethereal energy work for a lot longer than it's been sort of popular. Mm -hmm. The other one that I really enjoy um, is Rebecca Campbell, uh, Rise Sister Rise. So she's got some great... Um, things about being deep into the feminine and that sort of thing. I mean, you've got the book called uh, Vagina. That's another great one, tuning into the feminine, much more science-y based. So I would just say to people, mm -hmm. like, go start looking and then see the book that jumps off. Those, of course, are, are popular ones for me. Mm -hmm. um, and when I need to sort of tune back in, those are great ones. And there's some great men ones, like there's an app, uh, Apex Masculinity podcast. There's a um, couple of different guys. It's not hard to find when you start looking. Um, men who are saying, hey, here's how we be non-toxic men. And mm. here's the magic when we create space for the feminine. And it's really neat. Um, and of course, you know, I can send some more of those. But I'm making sure I'm following those people so that I'm not just coming up with my own ideas. I'm beginning to follow along with other people who are asking the same questions I am. You know, how do I be the most rounded, healed individual I possibly can? So I'm not mm. functioning from a traumatic, unhealed feminine, which is not a nice person to be around. Um, and how can I embrace the masculine side of me, which has been overdeveloped, and I can tell him, hey, it's okay, right? Um, you don't have to work so hard. And then it's interesting because you will start to, at least I'm seeing, I'm attracting some incredibly powerful women who are also tuned into their feminine and some amazing men, including uh, my partner now. You know, when I met him, I was reintroducing myself to the world with my more feminine balance uh, bent and... Uh, you know, I said to him early on in our, our friendship, <laughs> before it had developed a relationship, uh, I don't want to repeat patterns. And I don't necessarily mm -hmm. know how to be in a friendship or relationship, right, masculine or feminine, as, a, as this more feminine leaning woman. And so mm -hmm. 
Um, and his comment was, well, I've been studying the wounded masculine for five years. And I went, oh, well, of course you were. Right. And so, <laughs> and, right. Like, um, I was able How to perfect is oh, that? Oh my gosh. It, it, it really brought a smile. And you know, we've continued a lot of that work, um, you know, together. Right. And there's a ton of books, um, on it and, and it's, it's really quite wonderful once you start to dive into that. But I guess, you know, once again, saying to, you know, the women, like you will receive these people, you can find the men who are doing the work, um, mm-hmm. when you get in line, because you don't attract what you want, you attract who you are. So get mm-hmm. into your feminine, even just start to get into your feminine and you'll start attracting different people. I think, the biggest blessing, Rachel, in all this is the world no longer feels like a scary place. Um, Mm. Because I think my feminine just sort of has a whole lot more room for allowing, knowing that when I need to move, when it's time to deliver, right, all of those things that are very feminine, that I will be able to, especially if I'm not wasting my beautiful feminine energy on very do things for the sake of doing. um, And I'm just sort of leaning into my feminine, I will have energy, vivaciousness, ferocity, I'll be who I need to be in that moment. um, If I Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll make sure to link up those uh, those resources as well for you guys in the show notes. I feel in this moment, just for all of you guys who are listening, like that last spiel that Candace gave, just go back and, and rewind it, <laughs> listen to it again. That is so powerful and so sacred and so healing to have that reminder that there are people that are doing this work. There are are people that have, you know, come before us and that we can learn from in kind of unwinding this tangle of who we really are of of the feminine and the masculine, allowing ourselves to heal the different perspectives of of both of those sides and love on those, love on those wounds. And that as we do that, we will attract more and more and more Mm -hmm. this beautiful, sacred healing, just like, super grounded energy I like I want to stay here all day <laughs> so good that's awesome yes okay so uh I suppose slightly stark transition then into our last question which is the, the question that I ask all of my guests I should have warned you about this Candace sorry I forgot before the show <laughs> that's all right bring it on what is the weirdest thing about you Oh my goodness. Um, that's a really good question. I, I mean, my first thought is to say something like, um, I am unafraid to have these kinds of conversations um, or to live in a way that um, most people just shake their head. And um, this comes up a lot for me um, with people is that I'm just, I like to think, Rachel, I like to think. Mm -hmm. I like being by myself because I want to think. And this often feels weird because I know so many people, well, we just, we don't think, right. We don't actually ask, is this what I really want? Right. Mm -hmm. Do I believe this particular thing? I just, line up with my values. Um, You know, is this more feminine or masculine? How can I be more on in tune today how can I be more present and maybe that's not weird for some people who are living in the personal development world but I it seems to be something that people shake their head at um 
mm. a lot of the time. Um, and it's because I guess I'm questioning, just questioning yeah. reality. What? Yeah, I just, I'm not afraid to ask a question. I'm not afraid to be mm. wrong either. You know, I'll ask a question. I'm like, what do you think about this? And people will be like, where did that come from? And I'm like, I don't know. I've been thinking about it for like three months. I'm wondering, it just, is that mm. ridiculous? And, you know, I think it's part of the reason why I live in a tiny house. I think it's part of the reason why I was willing to engage with a feminine balance coach. I think it was part of the reason why you know, I disappeared into the backcountry woods with my, you know, now partner. And we had really weird conversations when you're walking for 32 kilometers in a day. Um, mm. I'm just, I guess I want to be very present in life. I want to touch it, feel it, embrace it. And maybe that's weird because I don't know how many other people are actually willing to, to do that. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to hang out with more of those kinds of people who are like, Ooh, can we talk about it? Not because we have to figure it out. Not because, um, we may agree on it. I just want to talk about it. I just want to think mm-hmm. about it. Just explore. It. Yeah. I love that. Oh, so good. Okay, Candice, it has been amazing. Amazing, amazing to have you on the show today. Um, where can the listeners find you? Uh, they can find me. I'm mostly on Instagram these days. And so mm-hmm. they can see more of me, you know, talking about some of these books. I talk a lot about the feminine balance and finding myself uh, on Instagram. And it's just Candice Creation. So C-A-N-D-I-C-E and then Creation. Um, so they can follow me there. And then everything kind of links up. The other space they can find me is my website, which is CandiceSmiley.com. Yes, that's my real last name. So CandiceSmiley.com. And I put all of the the links to the books and stuff like that, that we talked about here, there as well. And anytime I find something new, I tend to share it because I'm like, how come I didn't know about this? Um, so, of course, mm-hmm. once people find me in one of those two places, everything links up to each other and they can stay in contact. I'm, I'm going to be launching a brand new journal there to help people begin to trust the needle, tell the truth and to really um, tune into, you know, who they are inside, who they've always been. And maybe this, this person they haven't been listening to. Mm, So good. Amazing. Okay. I'll link definitely that up for you in the show notes as well. And have a wonderful Friday, my friends. We'll talk to you soon. Yay. That was so fun. Candice. This was like a life-changing podcast. for. Hey, if you want to learn how to feel better, you're going to want to grab my copy of the five categories of emotion. It's my free ebook that has been known to help people demystify, categorize, and unstickify their emotions so they can move forward while learning the new language of their body. Check out the link in your show notes to get your free copy now. Mm-hmm.